0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour et bonsoir. Bonsoir means good evening in French. Bonsoir. It's Simon Marcel, c'est Simon. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I want to relate a conversation I had with a dear friend of mine and a neighbor. He came to see me earlier today and he said to me, you know, um, should I tell my wife the truth? I said, what do you mean? What truth? He said that it's very difficult to be, you know, all the time with her because they both work from home. He said, I don't know if I should tell her or not. I said, what good would it do to tell the you know the truth to her? She, she can't go anywhere. She works from home, and you work from home too. She, I'm sure she's fed up with you too. So he laughed. We were outside in the yard, of course. Social distancing. And then I said, but you need to buy a journal and tell the truth to yourself. You've got to detox from this unspoken. We all have had enough. We all need to say it, but don't say it to your partner. Say it to your journal, and then you'll feel better. And that's what I hope he's going to do. Any questions, call me now, 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jamie.
0: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour. So I understand you met a new dude. Now, what's going on with him? How can I help you?
0: Well, I just met this guy. I like him a lot. He's uh-huh. very present. Every time I call, he picks up the phone. I've just never experienced this kind of connection before with someone. But mm-hmm. the problem is, he's polyamorous, and he has about four other partners.
1: I see. And he's open about this, right? It's not something you lied about and you discovered. That was no, straightforward? He's very
0: open about it. He's very proud of his lifestyle, and he's introducing me to it. You know, he's sending me videos and articles Vi- about it.
1: Videos of what?
0: Of the polyamorous lifestyle, like
1: different, you know, YouTube videos. and. Oh, like. got it. Okay. All right. So, you personally, um, do you want to be the fifth woman in his life?
0: You know, I've been in other relationships before where I was like the other woman anyway. You know what I mean? Like... I've never been with a man who's been faithful to
1: me. You know, but what is I mean? that what you want?
0: I mean, the way you're asking the question, Simon, to be honest with you, it's kind of like setting myself up.
1: I understand, but this is the question. Let's say I met you. And let's say Jimmy said, Simon, I'm polyamorous. I already have four lovers that I care deeply for in my life. I would say to myself, Do I want to be the fifth man of Jimmy? I mean, it's not against you the question or him, but I'm asking you the question that you should ask yourself because now that how honest he's been, well, now it's all on you. Do you think it is what you're looking for?
0: I like him a lot is what I'm saying, Simon. We have such a deep connection. I've never experienced this before. So I just feel like I don't have to know he's with his other partners.
1: I mean, I, I am totally open and respectful of every lifestyle. But I can tell from the beginning of our conversation, you've never—you said you've never had a, a man just for yourself, Jamie.
2: Yeah, you're right.
1: So I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'm going to leave you with this question. And then in the days to come, and you say, in my intuition as a woman, is it what I really want, or I just stay friends with this guy? No ulala, no romance, and I only invest romantically with somebody who wants to be exclusive. Right. Yeah. You don't have to answer now. don't have to answer tonight. But take your time and do what's good for you. you know, I'm sure you know, this man is happy to have you and, and, and many more around him and have ooh la with everybody. But is that what you wish for? You'll answer in the next couple of days, okay? Thank you so much, Simon. You're most welcome. That's what I'm here for. Good luck to you. Be wise and be safe. You know, that leads to a good question. How much compromise on your own lifestyle should you make for someone you really care for? Let's talk about that next. Have you ever had to compromise your lifestyle for somebody you really liked? I mean, my last caller, Jamie, really, it was interesting. She said she met a wonderful dude, but, but he's in a polyamorous lifestyle or he has four other women. He was upfront, he was honest, he disclosed it all. And I had to ask her, is that, is that what you want? You want to be the fifth woman? And she's going to think about that. The question is, have you ever, yourself, had to compromise your own lifestyle? For, some, for example, some people uh, don't like to uh, party hard, and they're going to go out with somebody who parties hard, and it's going to be very difficult. Some other people, it's polyamorous. Some other people have a different way of living, different, sometimes religion, different family tradition, right? Have you ever had, you look back, say, yes, I had to compromise my lifestyle for somebody I loved, and did it work out for you? So, talking of this, I'm going to share a personal story of what happened to me when I did compromise on my lifestyle and if it did work or not. So, my humble story is next. So, the question is, have you ever compromised your lifestyle for somebody you liked or loved? I have, more than once. Always for the same reason, attraction, chemistry, romance, ooh-la-la. And every time I have compromised. So, for instance, you know, I don't drink at all ever. I don't party. I'm the boring guy. I like other kind of adventure. I like road trips. I like travels. I like sceneries. I like New Mexico. I like you know Wyoming. I like the big west. But I don't like to go to clubs. I'm too old for that anyway. And I don't like to drink. That's not my thing. But every time I did compromise on this, so go out with somebody who's very heavy on that lifestyle. You know what happened? (laughs) They always dump my derriere. Every single time. And I felt, you know, inadequately unable to answer the needs of partying, 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 or being social. So my advice, don't compromise too much on your lifestyle at the beginning. Even if you love somebody, it's just too hard. We are who we are. You call the next. If you want to share uh, a love story, a romantic story, the rendezvous is the place for that. All you got to do is call 855 8255.
3: Bonjour, Sheila. Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Sheila. So I understand you have a story from actually your parents. They've been yes. married 50 years. Yes. And which part of the 50 years you want to share with us?
3: I just want to tell uh, the story about how they got engaged. My parents have been married for, you know, 50 years and they got engaged after two weeks of knowing each other.
1: Wow. What happened?
3: Yeah. Um, They met each other at a bar. My father was in the Navy. And Uh uh, my mom's friend dragged her out to this bar and she had a broken leg and she didn't want to go out. And uh, she went and my dad started talking to her and she wasn't interested. Um, She just wanted to go home. And then my dad called her the next day and kept calling her and kept calling her for the next couple of days. And she finally agreed to go out with him, broken leg and all. And um, that was the end of it. And two weeks later, they were engaged and they've been married for 50 years, which is just so inspiring to me because you don't hear those types of stories anymore. You figured it wouldn't last, but it totally did. And they're still very happy.
1: Now listen, I mean, I love that story. My parents have been married 56 years. So same Wow. Kind of 56, yes. And, you know, I, you believe when the universe, you know, is on both sides and it's meant to be, it meant to be. So it's wonderful to hear stories like this. Thank you so much, Sheila, for, for sharing and have a wonderful night.
3: Thank you. You too.
1: Coming up, I am going to answer Bethany's email because she has a question about kissing. That's going to be interesting. And that's next. So listen to this. I got this email at TheRendezVousShow.com from Bethany, who has a question for me. She goes, Simon, I finally met a man in person that I've been talking to online for months. And it was really nice. But he told me that he's not really into kissing. I understand with everything going on that it's weird to kiss, but I feel like it's necessary to build a relationship. So, do I just keep dating him and hope that he kisses me one day, or take this as a sign that I should move on? And that's a great question. Quarantine aside, would you go out with a man who's not really into kissing or not? Let's talk about that next. What would you do if you were Bethany who sent me that email at com? She finally met a guy that she was you know, chatting online with and then uh, he told her that he's not really into kissing. Now, granted, with everything's going on, people don't kiss, she understands that. But how can you build a relationship without a first kiss? Basically, I mean, it would mean that you would be straight romantic or straight ooh-la-la, no kiss. My advice to you is move on. A man who is phobic about kissing, phobic means he's afraid of being kissed. I don't know about you, but I feel it's not the kind of lover that you probably want. So... I feel the best advice I can give you is to ask him once if he doesn't like to kiss just because of what's going on, and if that's the case, then that's okay, it will change. But if he tells you, no, really, I'm not into kissing, my advice is don't start a relationship with somebody who doesn't like to kiss you. How sad. That's my advice. You call the next. If you have a question for me, simply call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Lina.
4: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, bonjour. So, um, I understand you're dating a wonderful man, but there is a problem. What's going on?
4: Yes, a tiny problem. Uh, He has three cats, and I haven't told him I'm not really a pet person, and I'm definitely not a cat person.
3: So, how
4: -hmm. do I tell him?
1: So, have you been to his place before?
4: I have, but the cats were all very shy. So I actually didn't oh. meet them. But I'm afraid as I come over more and more, maybe they're going to come out and want to sit on my lap. And I just don't like that. Um, I'm not afraid of them. I just I don't like getting the cat hairs all on me. And they scratch on you. And I don't know. I don't like cats.
1: Are you allergic to the cats?
4: Not allergic at all. I've never had one. I guess I just never bonded with a cat. I don't want to pretend like I love them and lie to him, you know i I just want to be honest.
1: I totally understand. Here's the thing. Here's the dilemma in your case. What is more important to you to continue to date this man, or you think that the fact that you like do not like the company of pets and cats is just too much of a red flag, and honestly, you should move on and find somebody who doesn't have pets.
4: Oh, <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, when you put it that way. He's definitely more important to me.
1: Well, listen, that is the answer that I wanted to hear because you know when there is love, when there is this spark of love, you know I don't like when we take it away. Sometimes we have to. If you'd have told me, Simon, I mean it's not worth it, I would said fine. I respect that, but I can see you really into this man. So my advice is to you know uh, slowly get used to the cats and focus on him, and I think you'll be fine.
4: That's good advice. You know um, maybe I'll warm up to the cats. I don't know.
1: Yeah, remember, the cats feel those things. So if you come with a good vibe, they feel it. If you come with fear, okay. they feel it. You know, animals have that instinct. They do feel who's coming towards them positively or negatively. So my advice is to work on yourself a little bit. Maybe get used to see cats' videos and, and,
4: and stuff like that. <laughs> they are cute. I mean, that makes sense because they hide when I come around. So maybe I need to be a little more loving to enjoy all I, the love.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Pets are like part of the... The person's family, so you can't, you know, it's like, it's a deal breaker. You can't, so if if you can get used to it, it's wonderful because there's no limits then.
4: Thank you, Simon.
1: You're welcome, Nina. Thank you and have a good night. Coming up, we're going to go to my voicemail because I want to help someone who's obsessing about a partner she likes. So, her voicemail is next. If you have a question for me and you can't reach me during show hours, just leave me a voicemail at 855 905 8255
0: like this one. Hi Simon, um, I just wanted your thoughts on my situation. I really like this guy and he, I don't know how he feels, but we're hanging out and he's very sweet and very kind. And we did work together, but we both transferred to different stores And, well, I feel like he's the perfect guy, but I don't know if he knows the severity of how much I like him. I did let him know, and we're taking it step by step. But I just wanted to know if you have any tips or tricks on how to stop thinking about a certain someone in your life. Thank you.
1: That's a great question. How do you stop obsessing or thinking too much about a special someone in your life? Yes, I have a strategy for that. Coming up next. Have you ever been in my, um, in my voicemail listener shoes who she says she's met somebody wonderful but she's kind of obsessing about him, thinking about him all the time and know if there's any tricks or advice I could give her to stop thinking about him all the time? Well, step number one, I like the admission you're thinking about him. So the less you deny that, the better. Step number two, buy a journal, And every time you think about him, write what you think. Don't deprive yourself from the ability to express what you're thinking about. The more you will write, the more you will feel better. It's like, you know, going to the shrink, but just with a journal. You need to detox. And then ask yourself in the journal, why am I thinking about him so much? What do I miss about him so much? Today, what I wish I would do so much. So every time you think about him, or when you can, write all your thoughts in a journal. And you'll see, little by little, you will find your calmness again. It works for me, and I hope it works for you, too. That's my advice. Good luck. Thanks for the voicemail. Call the next. If you have a doubt, something is on your mind, don't stay alone. Call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, China. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Uh, What's up? How can I help you tonight? Well,
2: I recently started dating a man who's married but is in an open marriage and I asked him if it would be okay if I got an okay from his wife before we moved forward and he said that he wouldn't be comfortable with doing that so soon. Um, And he offered other info in lieu of me talking to his wife, but I'm not sure if I should trust him or
1: not. What other info has he offered?
2: Well, they have a shared calendar that has their their dates with other people or the time they spend with other people on it. Um, he's in like open marriage or polyamorous support groups, um, but mm-hmm. nothing from his wife.
1: <laughs> okay, uh, do they live separately?
2: No, they live in the home together.
1: So, I mean, how are you going to meet him and spend time with him without her? You know, sooner or later, meeting you.
2: Well, he said he would be okay with it, um, but just asking her permission didn't seem right to
1: him. Okay, and how long have you been dating him? Uh, just a couple weeks. Just a couple weeks. Um, I, I'm, I'm curious and, and, and just wondering, um, in your intuition, do you think you should move forward with that relationship, or your intuition tells you it's a red flag, stop and move on to somebody in a more simple relationship?
2: Um, my intuition says that I I can proceed. Um, more simple relationship does sound
1: like a good idea, maybe. Um,
2: I, you know, but I'm new at this, so I don't know.
1: So say again, your intuition says what? I want to hear clearly what your intuition is saying.
2: That it's okay to proceed with him. He, All right, then. He's not, like, aggressive or doing anything, like, you know, pressuring or he's not trying to move too fast, so... I mean, nothing about him otherwise makes me leery.
1: Um, Okay. Women intuition never lies. Your intuition is your detector for lying, for unspoken, for perversion, for anything. If your intuition tells you you can proceed, I'm not going to be going against your intuition. So I say go ahead and uh, let's see how it goes in a couple more months. Yeah. Why
2: not? Thank you. Okay, then.
1: You're welcome. Thank you so much and have a good night.
2: You too, Simon.
1: Thank you. I want to finish the show with a funny question for you. Take a listen. If you had to give up one for the whole week, would you rather be without your phone or your partner? <laughs> the answer, next. If you had to give up one for the whole week, would you rather be without your phone or your partner? <laughs> I know it's a silly question, right? But what's more extraordinary is the answer of your votes. 57% of you said, I would give up my partner. <laughs> man, oh man. 43% of you voted, I would give up my phone. Meaning, there's more people willing to give up their partner for a week than to give up their phone. I mean, I'm single and you know I'm home, and but I didn't expect that. Wow. Thank you so much for voting on this one. That was a surprise. But, you know, it is what it is. Thank you for listening. Et bonsoir. The
0: Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.